A women's and girls sport summit is underway to try and find a solution. Raylene Castle is the most powerful woman in New Zealand sport. She's the most powerful person in New Zealand sport. She's the CEO of Sport New Zealand, and she joins me now. Good morning, Raylene. Good morning, Nick. Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Okay. Why? Why are women dropping out, young women dropping out of sport when I just said there's more opportunities in professional sport for females now than, than ever in my lifetime? It's complicated is the answer, Nick, and it's not straightforward, but young women are certainly uh, strong in their opinions that the traditional models of just expecting them to turn up and play in long competitions or in uniforms that they want um, is not the way they want to participate and engage. Um, there's a lot more flexibility now. Um, they want to be able to play with their friends. They want to play in a schedule that works for them and, and maybe in uniforms um, that they feel comfortable with um, to make sure that you know their body image is supported. Surely this uniform um, issue has been going on for decades. Surely someone with your power could sort that out. I mean, they don't want to wear leotards anymore. And I understand that. I wouldn't either. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and the reality is that there are some, some girls that are very happy and proud of their uniforms and the egalitarian nature of uniforms means that everyone's equal. But the reality is, um, particularly in, in some of, you know, like swimming and gymnastics and some of those sports where, you know, small leotards, they are uh, looking for options where they can engage uh, and play in a uniform they feel comfortable with. Um, dance, for example, is something that, that more young women are doing and, you know, engaging in TikTok videos. And uh, and that's still exercise, it's still activity, and it's still getting your heart rate up. And for, from our point of view, that's a positive thing. What are the other barriers, do you believe? You're in a summit, you know what's going on. What are the barriers? Because I'm, I'm completely shell-shocked. I would have thought that I would have been reading something which is the polar opposite. More and more women are playing sport longer. Yeah, it's, it's a change. We tend to find that, um, that it's easy when your life is a bit more simple and school and sport and activity are the only focuses. But as life gets a bit more complicated, exams take over, um, you might you know, get a boyfriend, you've got a part-time job, you're studying for important exams, then exercise tends to, activity tends to get put on the back, back burner. So what um, we're working to as a sector and an industry is to see if we can find ways uh, for them to engage in the timelines that work for them uh, and making sure that, you know, as I said, that it's fun and enjoyable. Um, and winning's not the focus because whilst there is people who, you know, want to uh, lean um, and grow the opportunities to be um, white ferns and, and silver ferns uh, or, or, you know, Valerie, the next Valerie Adams, um, the reality is a lot of women don't. They just want um, the exercise and the opportunity to spend time uh, with their friends and enjoy it. Um, and we've got to make sure we offer them both those options. Um, your ideas on how to fix it. I'll give you mine first and you can think about it while, while you have your chance to respond. My idea would be to actually up the university sports stuff because I believe that a reason that a lot of the female people, athletes, great female athletes are giving up is because they prioritise education and, it, and we don't have the sporting infrastructure in our uh, universities like everywhere else in the world does. Yeah, that is a good point, and it certainly is different, as you point out, compared to universities around the rest of the world. Um, you know, we have a really good uh, club system which supports universities, so when you turn up at university, you get offered um, the opportunity to join the local netball club or squash club or tennis club. 
um, and, and opportunities to engage that way. Uh, but you know, certainly any way of engaging, whether it be sport, whether it be you know, it might be tramping or walking or um, you know, swimming or triathlon, all of those different options are such a plethora of different opportunities for young women now, and we just want to make sure they understand what they are. And and do you think you can solve it or or change it? Uh, well, that's our that's our ambition. Obviously, we want to see if we can move that dial. That's the whole point of the Women and Girls Strategy from Sport New Zealand. Uh, be it whether it's in that participation piece or making sure that we have got more women in leadership, uh, more women coaches. Um, so it's multifaceted. Participation is one of it, uh, one of the the streams. But making sure that we do have women in decision making uh, roles uh, and also more women in governance. Yeah. Uh, and more women coaches is also a focus. And I, I was just about to say the one thing that I would have, if I, I've owned a sports team for 40 years, and the one thing I would say as administration, have four, more females. I've had three or four extremely good high-end CEOs that have been female, and I think that's the way to try and uh, enhance that more because I think that's the, that's the future, make them feel more relaxed. Well, I would certainly agree with that, Matt. Okay. Thanks, Raylene. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks go, for that. go back to the bye summit bye. and sort it out. I shall. Okay. Give you time. All right. Okay, bye bye. Raylene Castle, the CEO of Sport New Zealand.